الحمد لله رب العالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا أيها المسلمون اتقوا الله تبارك وتعالى واشكروه أن خلق لكم من أنفسكم أزواجا لتسكنوا إليها وجعل بينكم مودة ورحمة إن في ذلك لآيات لقوم يتفكرون فير الله سبحانه وتعالى أن thank الله جل وعز thank him for having created for you from amongst you partners and spouses and wives so that you may find tranquility with each other and he's placed love and mercy between you indeed in that there are ayat there are signs for a people who reflect ayyuhal muslimun indeed marriage is a tremendous blessing from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a blessing that he grants to his slaves male slaves and female slaves it is something that allah jalla wa ala has encouraged us human beings to pursue rather it is something that allah has commanded us human beings to pursue as allah jalla wa ala he has said fankihu ma taba lakum min an-nisa marry that which pleases you from amongst the women and allah's messenger alayhi salatu was salam in the hadith recorded by imam al-bukhari wa muslim he said ya ma'shar al-shabab man istata'a minkum al-ba'ah falyatazawwaj fa innahu aghaddu lil-basar wa ahsanu lil-farj oh young men those of you who are able then he should get married for indeed it causes the eyesight to be lowered and it guards the private parts and allah's messenger alayhi salatu was salam he said concerning and he said to the person who sought not to marry desired not to marry the messenger of allah alayhi salatu was salam said to him wa ana atazawwaj wa ana atazawwaj an-nisa فَمَنْ رَغِبَ عَنْ سُنَّتِي فَلَيْسَ مِنِّي حديث بخاري ومسلم The messenger said to him Indeed I marry women and the one who turns away from my sunnah then he is not from me Likewise just as much as marrying just as much as marriage is from the sunnah of the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam then likewise marrying is something from the sunnah of the prophets that came before as allah jalla wa ala he has said walaqad arsalna min qablika min rusul walaqad arsalna min qablika min rusul wa ja'alna lahum azwajan wa dhurriya we have sent before you o muhammad prophets messengers and we granted them wives and offspring ayyuhal muslimun the matter of zawaj the matter of marriage it is something that is highly stressed in our deen. It is something that, that is a command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mandatory upon the man. Mandatory upon the woman. Who reaches the age of marriage and has the ability to marry. 
mandatory upon them is to get married. And this marriage, it has many fruits and many benefits. And as Sheikh Al-Allama, Al-Faqih, Al-Imam, Muhammad ibn Salih, Al-Uthaymeen, <coughs> one of the greatest scholars of this century, he mentioned many fruits to the marriage. He said, he said, in marriage, there is the carrying out of the command of Allah and the command of the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam. And by carrying out the commands of Allah and His Messenger, mercy is attained, success is attained in this life and the next. اتباعوا سنن المرسلين ومن اتبع سنن المرسلين في الدنيا حشر معهم في الآخرة إن النكاح in marriage there is the following and the copying of the traditions of the messengers and whoever follows and copies the traditions of the messengers in this life then he'll be gathered with them in the afterlife شيخ عثيمين he continues وفي النكاح in marriage, there is the carrying out of one's desires and there is the joy, uh, rejoicement to the soul and the happiness to the heart. In marriage, there is the protection of one's private parts. There is the protection and guarding and protecting one's honor. There is a lowering of the gaze. And there is the being far away from fitna. وَفِي النِّكَاحِ تَكْثِيرُ الْأُمَّةِ الْإِسْلَامِيَّةِ وَبِالْكَثْرَةِ تَقْوَى الْأُمَّةِ وَتُهَابُوا بَيْنَ الْأُمَمِ وَتَكْتَفِي بِذَاتِهَا عَنْ غَيْرِهَا إِذِ اسْتَعْمَلَتْ طَاقَتَهَا فِيمَا وَجَّهَهَا إِلَيْهَا الشَّرْعِ And in marriage, there is an increase of the Ummah of Islam and by way of that increase of the Ummah of Islam the Ummah will become strong and it shall be respected amongst the nations and it shall become self-sufficient if it uses the strength that Allah has given it in the areas that the Sharia has designated. And by way of, by way of marriage, <coughs> there is the actual, actualization of the mubaha, the boasting of the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam on Yawm al-Qiyamah, concerning him having the largest followers. As he alayhi salatu wasalam said, تَزَوَّجُ الْوَدُودِ الْوَلُودِ فَإِنِّي مُكَاثِرٌ بِكُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ The Messenger said, marry the loving, child-bearing women. For indeed, I shall boast amongst I shall. For indeed, I shall boast concerning you on Yom Al-Qiyamah. Likewise, Shaykh Uthaymeen, he said, وَفِي النِّكَاهِ تَكْوِينُ الْأُسَرِ وَتَقْرِيبُ النَّاسِ بَعْضُهُمْ بِبَعْضِ بَعْضُهُمْ لِبَعْضِ فَإِنَّ الصِّهِرُ شَقِيقُ النَّسَبِ He said, by way of marriage, by way of marriage, the families are formed and by way of that families get to know one another families become close to one another and he said that as-sihr 
those relationships that are formed by way of marriage, they are the counterpart, they are the equivalent of those relationships that are formed by way of blood. حصول الأجر والثواب القيام بحقوق الزوجة والأولاد والإنفاق عليهم by way of marriage brothers please can we move forward so that we can allow the people that are coming in to sit at the back <coughs> by way of marriage a person attains أجر he attains reward by helping and by establishing the rights of his wife the rights of his wives and his children والنكاح سبب للخنا وكثر وكثر الرزق ليس كما يتوهمه الماديون وضعاف التوكل by way of النكاح your risk by way of marriage your sustenance is increased it is not like how the materialistic people and the people of weak dependency upon Allah how they claim and how they assume as Allah جل وعلا he has said concerning those who get married those who get married even if they are poor he said in if they are poor then allah he shall enrich them from his favor and allah he is the one that all encompasses goodness and he is the one that has knowledge of everything abu bakr radiallahu ta'ala he said Obey Allah in what he has ordered in terms of marriage and then he will fulfill his promise of enriching you. Likewise, Ibn Abbas said concerning this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encouraged the people to get married and then he promised them al-ghina. He promised them that he will enrich them. Ayyuhal Muslimun. Indeed marriage. It is something, the benefits of which are brought about upon the individual, are brought about upon communities, are brought about, are brought about upon societies in rectifying their beliefs, their religion, rectifying their mu'amalat, their dealings, rectifying their akhlaq. And as a result of a person leaving marriage or delaying marriage, a great amount of harm, a great amount of harm is brought, out, brought about upon the person, upon communities, upon society. And therefore it is strange that we find so many a people delaying marriage, and so many a people delaying their children's marriage for reasons that have not been established in the Sharia. Concerning this, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Salih al-Uthaymeen, he was asked, <coughs> brothers, if we move over here, if we move slightly forward, <coughs> he was asked, هل من كلمة توجيهية للشباب في سرعة الزواج وتحسينهم فضيلة الشيخ? Oh Sheikh, can you offer some instructive words of advice? concerning hastening to get married and the, the young men protecting themselves from, from being chased, in being chased. To the Shaykh he said, لا كلمة أحسن من كلمة النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام حيث قال يا معشر الشباب من استطاع منكم الباءة فليتزوج إلى آخر الحديث. The Shaykh he said, there is no statement that I can offer 
that is greater and better than the statement of the Messenger of Allah والسلام, when he said, O oh, young men, those amongst you who are able, then he should get married. Why? Because it is, it is something that allows the eyesight to be, gay, to be lowered. And it is something that causes the private parts to be protected. Sheikh Uthaymeen, he said, I advise the youth, male and female, to get married, especially in this time when the fitan, when the temptations and the things that cause a person to be seduced, they have become many and plentified. The Sheikh is saying that perhaps 20 or 30 years ago in Saudi Arabia, in a Muslim country, how about here in the lands of disbelief where evil is spread here? 20, 30 years after the Sheikh was saying this, in his time there was no internet and there wasn't no social media and what have you. The Sheikh he then goes on to say, <coughs> He said, ثم إني أقول إن كان الشاب عنده مال يكفيه لزواجه فهذا هو المطلوب أن يتزوج بها. If the young man has wealth, if he has wealth by way of which he can marry, then upon him is to get married. وإن لم يكن عنده مال وجب على أبيه أن يزوجه إذا كان قادرا على ذلك كما يجب عليه أن ينفق عليه طعاما وشرابا وكسوة وسكنا. The Shaykh, he said, if the young man does not have that financial means to be able to get married, then the father, it is upon the father to financially support his son in getting married, just like it is upon the father to support his son in food and drink, in clothing and in shelter. وبلغ أبناءه سن النكاح وطلبوا منه ذلك إما بأقوالهم الصريحة وإما بأفعالهم الدالة على طلب النكاح لا يحل له أن يمتنع بل يجب عليه أن يزوجهم <coughs> That father who has children that are asking him to get them married off either explicitly they say it or they imply it and the father has a financial capacity to provide for them in getting married. If the, it is upon the father to provide that provision, it is mandatory upon the father to provide that provision. وَإِنْ لَمْ يَفْعَلْ And if he does not do so, فَهُوَ آثِمْ وَلَا يُبَارِكُ اللَّهُ لَهُ فِي مَالِهِ If the father does not provide the son with the financial means of getting married, then that father is sinful and Allah shall not bless that father in his, in his wealth. Then the Shaykh goes on to say that that statement that some people make, some fathers make, that no fingernail is going to scratch your back other than your own fingernail. Don't expect me to sort you out. You stand on your own two feet. Shaykh Uthaymeen, he said that this is wrong. That son that has reached the age of getting married and he desires to get married, and you do not aid him while you have the ability to do so, then you are athim, then you are a sinner. Therefore, it is upon the parents to take responsibility of their children, those children that reach that age of getting married, and they are 
mentally mature in being able to take on board the responsibility of marriage within the boundaries of the laws that have been set in this particular land. So for example, in this land, they have the age limit that nobody can get married before the age of 18 unless it's by parental consent, which is at the age of 16. After that age, if it is the case that your son and your daughter desires to get married and, married and you have the financial means to support them, then it is wajib upon you to do so. And if you do not do so, then you are athim, then you are a sinner. Likewise, from amongst the reasons why some people delay marriage is because of studies. Whether it is Islamic studies or it is secular dunyawi studies at university. Samahat al-Shaykh al-Walid Abdul Aziz ibn Baz rahimahullah ta'ala he was asked what is your opinion concerning the student who is able to get married leaving off marriage the one who studies in the university he leaves off marriage because he claims that the studies is going to have or marriage is going to have an effect upon his studies the Shaykh he said who was Zawaj al-Mubakkir, the thing that I advise with is marrying early because it has no effect upon a person's studies. وَقَدْ كَانَ السَّلَفُ الصَّالِحِ مِنْ أَهْدِ النَّبِي صلى الله عليه وسلم إِلَى يَوْمِنَا هَذَا يَدْرُسُونَ وَيَتَعَلَّمُونَ وَيَتَزَوَّجُونَ The Salaf from the time of the Messenger until our day today, they used to learn, they used to study and they used to get married. Rather, marriage is something that will aid him upon goodness if he has the ability. Aids him upon khair, does not block him from studying, does not hold him back from studying. Rather, marriage, it causes the eyesight to be lowered. It grants tranquility to the soul. It grants peace to the heart. And it causes a person to withhold from what Allah Jalla has made haram. haram. Therefore, If marriage becomes facilitated for him, then our advice, Shaykh Abdul Aziz ibn Ba said, our advice for him is to get married. From amongst the things that stops people from getting married is the parents. The parents, they say that First, finish your studies. The parents, they say, first attain a certain job. The parents, they say, first work up the career ladder. Get into a certain position at work. The parents, they say, first we need to gather enough wealth in order, in order to have the biggest wedding in Bolton. Hiring the biggest wedding venue. Inviting the largest guest list having limousines and big massive cars and fancy cars and these type of things are ibadallah this will harm not only your children it will harm you you will regret it as well because by you delaying your children from getting married once they have reached that age within the within the legal laws of this land once they have reached that age and you still prevent them from getting married while they have a desire to do so. There is no force in getting married. Rather, if you force your child to get married, then that marriage is considered invalid. But once your child reaches that age and you prevent that child, then if it is the case that your child then goes on the wrong path, 
Your daughter, she goes on the wrong path. Your son goes on the wrong path. And you know what path we're talking about here. Sheikh Muhammad ibn Salih al-Uthaymeen, he said, you are likewise to blame. You are likewise held accountable for the sin that your son and your daughter engages in. Sheikh al-Alam al-Salih al-Fawzan, he said, inna ta'khir al-zawaj lil-fatayat wahunna fi sin al-shabab wa ma fihinna min al-gharizah min hub al-zawji wa al-zawaj wa min hub al-istimta' qad yahmil al-fatah ala al-ta'alluqi bil-shabab aw bil-shabat عن طريق العشق والغرام شيخ فوزان he said this in one of his sermons that he delivered on the minbar the Friday sermon that he delivered he said delaying the marriage for the young women and inclusive of that is the young men delaying marriage for the young women and that which they have of the natural urge of loving a husband and loving marriage and loving the pleasure as a result of that, that could result in that young woman's heart becoming attached to the young men or even the young women by way of passion and lust and love and what have you. And this is something that you're all going to be aware of, even in the Muslim countries. How people, as a result of raising the muhur, as a result of raising the dowry, as a result of that, it becomes impossible for some of the young men and young women to marry. And thus, as a result of that, they enter upon the wrong path. Paths that are even unnatural. Therefore, upon us, Ya Ibadullah, it's the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are accountable concerning this. Those that are young and are not married, upon them is a mubadara. Upon them is a race to get married. Hasten to get married. Be especially in the society that you live in. There's no point. There's no point living in the twilight zone and thinking that oh I'm okay I'm strong I am Imam Ahmad he didn't get married Imam Ibn Taymiyyah he didn't get married Imam Ibn Taymiyyah he was being imprisoned Imam Ahmad he was truly extremely busied with knowledge such that it became impossible for him so if you're at that level of Ibn Taymiyyah and Imam Ahmad then that's a different case but let us be honest with ourselves how many people have duped themselves thinking that I'm gonna delay marriage and then they end up upon the wrong path. Therefore, upon us is to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This society that we live in, yes, it is not from the culture and the custom for young people, 16, 17, 18, 19, even in their, in their 20s, to get married. That isn't the culture of the society that we live in. Why? Because the culture of this society is such that fahisha is something that is good. It's good to sleep around. It's good to fornicate. It's good to commit adultery. These things are considered good in society. It's good to have mistresses in this society. And therefore, marriage is something that people don't give much importance to now. But they do have something. They, they do have a provision as a result of which they channel their carnal desires. They have these boyfriend relationships and they have these girlfriend relationships. So therefore, even though they don't get married, they still have this dishonorable forms of channeling their carnal desires. We have a sharia that is tahira, that is pure. A sharia that curbs and channels our desires in the right direction and that, di and that direction is the direction of marriage. Alhamdulillahi <laughs> Rabbil
والصلاه والسلام على رسوله الكريم نبينا محمد وعلى وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين يا ايها المسلمون a lot can be said concerning this matter but the point is is for us not to be asleep but for us to wake up concerning ourselves and concerning our children concerning marriage one of the factors that causes us as we've mentioned earlier to delay marriage is because of risk because of sustenance because of money let me get a house first let me purchase a house first even if it's going to be on mortgage which is haram let me get my job first let me make sure that my son has his job first if you're going to inst instill in your son's heart that get that having a career and having a job and graduating first that this is something that his future is dependent upon then that is a wrong tarbiyah that is a wrong cultivation that you're giving your child you're making him dependent upon something that has the ability to fail Sheikh Abdul Aziz ibn Bar, Sheikh Uthameen, they've mentioned how many people graduate, how many people qualify, and yet still they wait months, years even, and they still can't get a job in that particular field. Therefore, the person he should instill within his heart the statement of the Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu was salam, is hadfid dunya yuhibbuk Allah. Have zuhud concerning the dunya, and then Allah will love you. Abstain from the dunya, and then Allah will love you instill that in the heart of your son and your son will become a man instill in your heart instill in the heart of your son to become dependent upon his job and even when he's 30 and 40 he'll still be like a little boy anxious about his career and a zuhud abstention from the dunya that is three components number one that the thing that is in Allah's hand you have more confidence in that which is in Allah's hand than what is in your hands. The risk that Allah has written for you, you have more confidence in that than what is in your hands because what is in your hands can dwindle away. Number two, that your state of mind, when you are afflicted with an affliction and when you're in a state of prosperity is the same. When you are afflicted with trials in life, your state of mind is the same when you're not. When you have little wealth, your state of mind is the same when you had lots of wealth. And number three, that the one who praises you and the one who rightfully criticizes you, in your eyes, they are the same. Meaning, you don't become overtaken by the praise of people. People's praise, it doesn't matter at all to you. These three components, instill them, embed them in the heart of your child, and thus your son will become a responsible individual. Someone who has his tawakkal upon Allah, someone that is prepared and ready for marriage. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد والحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة